Hello everyone, Travis here with Calming Facts. I hope you are feeling well and calm. Today I'm going to start my three part series on dinosaurs, where I will talk about the dinosaurs in the Triassic, Jurassic and Cretaceous periods. I will split these podcasts up with other subject matters so that you don't get too bored talking about dinosaurs. I do find the dinosaur story both majestic and sad, um, and I've tried to choose a piece of music to reflect that, so I hope you enjoy the music too. Now, let's get started talking about dinosaurs. Now, the dinosaur story really starts in the Triassic period, 237 million years ago, when all of the continents were joined in one giant landmass called Pangaea. Pangaea was an immense and incredible thing, the like of which we haven't seen since, where one continent contained a vast variety of different environments. Now, the Triassic period began with an extinction event at the end of the Permian period. This extinction event is the worst extinction event on record, where over 95% of ocean species died out and 70% of land animals. Many species went extinct that had been incredibly important to diversity up to that point. Lineages such as the trilobites and many types of corals and cephalopods in the sea, and brachiopods as well, saw the end of their time. It is thought the extinction event was caused by volcanic activity on a massive scale, which led to the warming of the world's oceans, plus changes in ocean circulation resulted in a reduction in the oxygen concentration. Having said that, the exact details of the Permian-Triassic extinction event aren't fully understood and which of those factors is most important isn't really known. When life first re-emerged from the extinction event, the life forms were similar to before on land synapsids, which were mammal-like reptiles, dominated the terrestrial plains while in the seas, ichthyosaurs had just emerged at the end of the Permian period and they would go on to dominate the seas for millions of years. However, the Triassic would go on to be a great period of change for terrestrial animals. As the Triassic progressed, the group of animals called archosaurs became more and more dominant. These are basically reptiles, and include groups such as pterosaurs, crocodiles, turtles and dinosaurs, but also include birds as well. As the Triassic progressed, there was a shift in power from the Sinusids to the archosaurs, and most Sinusids would die out. Those that survived 
were small and nocturnal and would eventually lead to the evolution of true mammals. The shift in power to the archosaurs was likely triggered by the breaking up of the Pangaea continent as the Triassic period progressed and the changing environments that this triggered. This breaking up also triggered some environmental changes in the oceans. On the margins of the continents, shallow seas, which had dwindled in area at the end of the Permian, became more extensive, and as the sea levels gradually rose in these shallow seas, the waters were colonised by the first time by reef-building corals similar to those we find in modern day. Now, there were actually some really wacky archaeosaurs around during the Triassic period. One in particular was Tanitrophus, which had an extraordinarily long neck, equal to the length of its body and tail combined. Another group were the Aetosaurs. These were really large armoured animals that looked a lot like the armoured dinosaurs that would come later. Another strange group of animals were the Trypanosaurs. No one even today is quite sure where they fit on the evolutionary tree, but they were bizarre, chameleon-like animals which had a claw at the end of their tails. Of course, the Triassic also saw the appearance of the first dinosaurs. These appeared around 240 million years ago from a type of archosaur. One of their key evolutionary differences was the evolution of their hips, which allowed their legs to be placed underneath their body, while many of the older lineages of Archosaur had their legs stuck out to the side, much like a crocodile does. The changing of the leg position allowed the evolution of bipedal small hunters, which could dart across a variable landscape, and eventually they'd outcompete many of the archosaurs. Now, this leg position was so successful and improved mobility so much that it wasn't long before the dinosaurs started to diverge into other groups. The first two dominant groups were the seropods. The first seropods were seen during the Triassic period and also the theropods, which are our bipedal small hunters. The Triassic would end much the same way it began. The climate started to change, so that 201 million years ago, Earth experienced another mass extinction event. Again, the causes are not fully understood, but it was likely linked to volcanic eruptions. Sea levels began to rise, oceans became more acidic, and there were dramatic extinctions in the oceans. On land, terrestrial life also took a massive hit, as all of the Triassic archosaurs, apart from the dinosaurs, pterosaurs and crocodiles went extinct. This opened up many of the environments that the archosaurs had occupied, and it would pave the way for the surviving dinosaurs to take their place and would ultimately lead 
to the dominance of dinosaurs for hundreds of millions of years to come. I hope you enjoyed that. I did. Dinosaurs are really cool. Um, I will be talking about dinosaurs next in the Jurassic segment of a dinosaur three-part series. I would also likely do podcasts on many other animals that were around millions of years ago and look at periods of time before and after the dinosaurs. I hope you are feeling calm and well rested and I hope you have a brilliant rest of your day. The music for this episode was created by purpleplanet.com and this title track is called Ethereal Eternity and I've used the music under a Creative Commons license. To see the full attribution and a URL link to their music please see the podcast description below. Thanks very much and have a good day.